You're listening to Three Kitchens, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Join your hosts, Heather Dyer, Sarah Samsundrum, and Aaron Walker. You never know what they're going to make next. It's a conspiracy! All right. It's a Conspiracy is the podcast where we lay out the beliefs behind selected conspiracy theories, alternative accounts, legends, myths, and more. We do our best to present these without coloring them with our opinion until the end, where we let our feelings fly. We also do beer reviews, chat about geek culture, and whatever else strikes our fancy. Good times. And we're a part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Welcome, welcome, Three Kitchen listeners. Another episode. We have nothing really to talk about in our preamble because we have very boring lives at the moment. I have like nothing happening in my life, so I could talk about that. That there's nothing happening. How's it going? Nothing. Nothing's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, like, behind with uh, not behind, but just not on top of things. I shouldn't say behind. It's not so bad. Let's just say not much else is going on. Let's just dive right in. But that's not always a bad thing. I wouldn't say they're boring. <laughs> We're busy, just but not busy with things that nobody wants mundane. to hear about. <laughs> mundane <laughs> lives. That's mundane right. So, so we're just going to skip that bit. And we're just going to go straight to food because everybody likes to hear about food. Yes. All right. Let's get into this. So I'm yeah. going to cook for you. On sale. I'm sorry, what? On sale. It is a crispy Vietnamese crepe. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you said on sale. I'm like, on sale? On sale. What does that no, mean? nothing's on sale right now. Everything is expensive. Mm-hmm. On sale. Bun, I believe it means pretty much anything with flour. Okay. okay. Something made of flour. And sale is meant to imitate the sound that the batter makes when you put it in the pan. It kind of sizzles. Oh. So that's the name of it. So you're making flour sizzle. (laughs) Sizzling flour. Sizzling flour. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever eaten them. Have you? No, you've spoken about this, but I I don't recall. No. Nope. There was at one time um, a few years ago, there was a little restaurant in Kensington. This is what they served. It was like, it's kind of like street food because it's a, ends up being like a crepe and you basically eat it with your hands. Okay. But it's savory. And this is Vietnamese, right? Vietnamese, yep. Okay. And um, my husband and I used to go there for lunch sometimes because it's super tasty. Mm-hmm. But then it closed, as things mm. tend to do. It came and it went. And I, I'm sure you can get them somewhere. We'd have to look it up. I feel like I have a lot of questions, but I'm going to let you uh, lead me through the recipe. And then I'll save them for the end because I might just be asking them before you've said anything. So Yeah, I'm kind of excited because I don't know anything about this. So oh, yeah, good. This yeah. is kind of fun. Okay. Teach us. Um, so they are golden in color, crispy on the outside. And it looks a bit like an omelet because it's mm. like a yellow color, but there's no eggs in it. It's because of okay. turmeric. Turmeric makes them golden color. Okay. They are traditionally made with uh, rice flour, um, but you can also add 
like a all-purpose wheat flour to it, three to one, like three parts rice to one part wheat mm-hmm. flour. Okay. Which apparently helps the helps it hold up a little bit better, right. especially if you want to make it ahead and then warm it up or have leftovers and warm them. They hold their shape and they hold up a little bit better with the wheat okay. flour in them. Right. So I'm going to use that. It seems to be a common way to make them. I would think if you went to Vietnam and you had them traditionally made, they wouldn't have the all-purpose flour in there. But ideally, you want to make it and eat it. You don't want to save it. Mm-hmm. Right. The crepe batter has flour, rice flour and all-purpose flour, salt, turmeric, water. Then you're adding in your fill, kind of like fillings, right? It all goes in the oh. with the batter. So typically okay. you'd have bean sprouts, mung bean sprouts, chopped right. scallions, mm-hmm. um, shrimp, maybe pork. That's kind of the traditional weight. But I think you could probably put whatever, like if you had maybe leftover roast chicken right. you want to put in there or uh, I haven't decided exactly what I'll put Ooh. in it when I make it, but something. So, okay. So I believe the way it works is you, you put your, like, say you've got your shrimp and pork and whatever in the pan, mm-hmm. put your batter over top right? In, and it's thin. So it should be making that sizzling, ah, okay. a super thin batter. And along the edges, you want it to kind of crisp around the edges. So I've I watched a couple of videos where they actually squirt oil around the edge while it cooks so that it gets extra yeah, yeah. crispy right, right around the edge. And then, you know, when it's like set, then you flip it in half when it's cooked. I don't mm. think it takes long to cook. You kind of flip the one side over the other side, which is why it ends up looking like an omelet. Cause it's oh, like yeah. a half pan. Okay. Shape. Right. And then when you serve it, you serve it with fresh mint cilantro if you like cilantro not for Aaron but for the rest of us um and there was something else now was it in this recipe I was going to ask you about Sarah if you knew it was an herb I hadn't heard of oh mm. Vietnamese perilla you've talked about perilla? it before that- you guys have seen me eat it you've asked me questions about it over Facebook but perilla leaf is like a kind of like it tastes like a basil leaf or basil oh. minty leaf like something in between both of those and you can get that at the Korean store. Ah, oh, okay. They say that mint is okay. the must-have. Must-have yeah. mint with it. Other herbs, if you have the perilla or cilantro or whatever you like, is additional, optional. So often what you do is then you cut off a piece of it or wrap it in with herbs into a lettuce leaf oh. and eat it like a little lettuce. So you're eating it with your hands. You're kind of taking a piece, wrapping it in lettuce, dipping it in. There's a sauce I'll talk oh, about in a minute. Okay. Um, and eating it like that. The other way yeah. to do it, which sounds like it depends which part okay. of Vietnam you go to, you would take a small rice wrapper, soften it up at mm-hmm. the table, take your rice wrapper, put your piece of crepe plus your herbs, wrap it all up, right. and then dip it in the sauce, which I think right. would keep it oh. tidier, maybe. Right. Um, either way, it's kind of, it's finger food. It's it like sounds dipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the sauce is called, um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, Nok Cham. Nok Cham? Oh, yeah. Do you know the sauce? We talked about that during the fusion episode, remember? Was that, am I pronouncing it right? I don't know. <laughs> that part, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the ingredients. I believe it's fish mm. sauce, sugar, mm-hmm. some kind of citrus, um, like lime or lemon water. You can also add in chili if you want, maybe garlic if you want. I think it's like kind of whatever you, what flavor yeah. you want out of it. Kind of typical with dumplings yeah. or with. Right, right. And it's just a dip, yeah. Asian dipping. 
sauce, yeah. right? I'm sure there's lots of different versions of it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have this. It's a lunch, like a finger food kind of thing. I think it'd be fun to eat together mm-hmm. as you're kind of making it as mm-hmm. you go. So maybe we'll see how things go. Maybe by the time I make it, we can get together and eat it. Eat together. Yeah, totally. So there you go. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's a simple ingredients. I think it's a fairly simple technique. It might take me one or two to get the hang Always, of how right? thin, yeah, like to get it thin and crispy. And will you use your cast iron pan or just a nonstick I, skillet? Yeah, good question. It seems to be a nonstick, like the way it's when everything that I've seen these those nonstick pans. I don't really have mm. one of those pans, so I'm hoping it would work in my cast iron Do you skillet. Want to or perhaps one from me? I've got Ooh. three. Okay. Like sure. a frying pan, right? Yeah. Just like, a, yeah. you know, the one with the nonstick coating. Do you want a on small it? one? Like a small? Yeah. I would think you'd want it reasonably small. Okay. You can always just make more of them instead of giant ones, just make small ones. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this sounds so really go. good. They're very tasty. And it's another use for all that turmeric. <laughs> remember when oh, I was telling you guys right. that I had that giant bag of turmeric for some reason. I think I put it on my online grocery order one time and I thought it was like a regular size bag and it was like the giant yeah, yeah the giant bag of turmeric that I have I had to stash it down in the basement in my storage yeah so that um because I had no room in my cupboard for it that's how big this bag is and I don't use turmeric for a lot of stuff I think I already stole some from you or you borrowed some to I think me possibly or... so there you go there you go simple lunch. Yeah, it sounds great. Oh, I think that sounds like a yummy snack because if you could make those and then, you know, my kids are increasingly hungry when they come home from school. I don't know if anyone else is noticing this this year. Yeah, yeah. My mm-hmm. kids are plowing through their lunches and by the time they get home, mm-hmm. so freaking hungry. But uh, Heather, I just want to, getting back to this pancake, mm-hmm. there's, this is kind mm-hmm. of different from the pancake you're talking about because this is all purpose flour all the way. Um, but Koreans have a pancake called pajan, and it kind of reminds me of um, that pancake when you said shrimp and green onions, because that's what is usually in this pancake. And it's so good. Like it's, and then there's a dipping sauce as well. Yeah. That has like the acidic kind of vinegary taste mm-hmm. and the savory mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And uh, it's just now I'm like hungry for pajan, <laughs> but oh, I want to taste this stuff. Yeah, yeah, we can make that one another great. day and we could compare. I have a recipe for this in a cookbook that I've I've looked at a million times. Oh. I'm like, ah, uh, no, not this week. You know, kind of like just, I keep pushing it off. Oh. What, the Vietnamese pancakes? Yeah, I think they're called oh. Vietnamese pancakes in the book too. But yeah, same ingredients, mm. yellowish color. I've never come across this, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've been looking wow. forward to this. I'm excited, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utility providers in Alberta, offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Winter is coming, and energy usage for all Albertans will be increasing. So now is a great time for listeners to look at their utility bills and ensure they are on the best plan. Albertans have a choice of utility providers. Park Power is happy to provide free, no-obligation comparisons. If you decide to switch providers, it's easy, and you can feel good knowing you are supporting a local business and helping to give back to our communities with your utility bill. Learn more at parkpower.ca. And here we are, and here we mm-hmm. are again. We're going to talk about bonseo, bonseo, which we had for lunch. 
So it was like fresh off the hot off the pan. Oh yeah. Vietnamese crepe. Okay. Let me tell you about the recipe. So I found this on a website called hungryhui.com. Hui spelled H-U-Y. It's a Vietnamese name. I had to look up how to pronounce it because I thought it was hi like guy yeah okay right <laughs> but then again guy actually should be pronounced gi because it's french and so hui kind of sounds similar anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> hungry hui sorry hui i'm bastardizing your name here okay so in your uh batter you've got mm-hmm. rice flour all-purpose flour more weighted toward the rice flour so there's like 255 mm. grams of rice flour 85 grams of all-purpose Turmeric, water, coconut cream. I think you could use coconut milk if you didn't have cream. Teaspoon of salt, and that's it. And you make it in advance. So you want it to sit in your fridge for three hours or overnight. Okay. Or I think it could sit longer as well. And then you're good to go. So it's super quick, easy Mm -hmm. to mix up, not very many ingredients. It's kind of nice having it pre-mixed so that you just pop it out and start going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because more of the work really is, I mean, aside from making it, is prepping all the other little fillings and stuff that goes alongside. Yes. And then you make uh, your dipping sauce, which now, what do we call this again? Nok, what is this, Sarah? Nokcham. Nokcham. So I use the one again that Hui had on his website. Um, And if you go to these recipes, he has a lot of information. Mm. I know it's kind of a pain sometimes to scroll through people's blogs but actually he has a lot of really good instruction yeah and like troubleshooting like if my if it's not crispy what might be wrong with my batter that kind of stuff so um the first time especially it's actually quite helpful to read the whole kind of thing okay not water sugar fresh squeezed lime or lemon juice and fish sauce are kind of your basic ingredients and you can just you know, like it's to taste, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, you could use the basic recipe, but then adjust it. Like I liked it a little more lime, a little less sweet, you know, Mm -hmm. like it is kind of what you like. And then you can put in minced garlic. We had garlic and chili in ours, which I like as well. So when I made it for the kids, I left out the chili because they didn't like though. They were like, what are these hot peppers floating in here? They didn't like that. So they're always afraid of the the red things. Oh my God, it's red. (laughs) <laughs> okay, what you're going to do is in your nonstick pan, put a little bit of oil and your filling. So whatever you're going to put in there, he says traditionally, uh, shrimp, pork, onion, and he says mung beans are common. I didn't have mung beans. And so we did the pork, shrimp, onion. I had, according to his directions, I followed his directions and I boiled my pork in advance and then sliced it thin. I had small shrimp that were frozen. They were pre-cooked frozen, but you can do whatever shrimp because they cook super fast. Warm those things kind of up in the pan, then put your batter in, swirl it around so it covers the bottom. You don't want it thick. Right. And then it kind of crisps around the edges and we put um, bean sprouts on the one half, flipped it over, It looks like an omelet because it's yellow, but there's no eggs in it. And what we had with it was lettuce, fresh mint. Um, Sarah and I had cilantro. Mm -hmm. Aaron did not. (laughs) And spring onion. And Hui says the vital green is mint. Anything else is just what, whatever you like. And you kind of take a, take all that stuff together. Take a chunk of your crepe, some of your greens, and we wrap them in rice paper 
Yes. And dip them in our nak jam and it's so I'm good. still dreaming about yeah. that lunch. Ooh. Yeah. I, so I have to say I was a little bit skeptical or not skeptical, but timid because, <laughs> oh. because it had shrimp. So, you know, me, I'm a little bit of a shrimp scaredy. So I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't know how all these flavors are going to go together. And then the mint, I was like, I don't really see how this is all coming together, but wrapped up. Oh my God. Like I just, I wanted to eat more and more and you had a ton of batter left. And I kept saying I was going to come over after lunch <laughs> and come and have more. And the clock hit 1.30 and I looked at it and my stomach growled and I was like, man, I really wish I was going over to Heather's for more. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So yeah. delicious. Very good. I thought it was really interesting that you didn't just eat the final product as is. It was just kind of like another ingredient that goes into your... And you could. That you kind of assembled everything how you wanted in the end. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. really, I really liked that. You could eat it just, I did the, like the next day I just made it because I had like the very last batter. So it does keep next day. It was just as good. And I finished off the bat. It makes so much. This recipe so is much, yeah. huge. And I just had the basic thing with some greens thrown on top and I ate it with a fork and a knife. I didn't okay. even put sauce on it. And it was still like delicious. So yeah. Yeah, I yeah. went home and I made a batch because <laughs> I talked to the, my kids about it. And they're like, that sounds like something we should be eating. So we had it for dinner and then we had it for breakfast. Mm. I didn't have any of the, the rice wraps. So we just ate it as is like a, mm. like a crepe. And, yeah. um, but I used chicken and shrimp instead because I didn't mm. have any pork on hand. And it was so good. So good. Such a mm -hmm. good recipe. Easy. Very easy. Mm. Yeah, really easy. And I, like we said, it makes a ton. So he says it makes 12. I bet it made more than 12. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was so much. It was a lot. Yeah. I almost would maybe cut it in half. Yeah. to have one meal for four right. people like nah just keep the batter and eat it forever <laughs> <laughs> I mean really <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a lot of batter but oh man was it ever good oh and that good coconut one. milk flavor in there mm -hmm. was so good mm -hmm. oh all of it mm -hmm. just really went together so well it was yeah yeah you, you think because there's not much in it that, like mm. what would it taste like what's it going to taste like but somehow between the coconut and the turmeric, yeah. that's, I yeah. guess, where you get your flavor. Yeah, and the trick is to make it really thin, because I think the first one I made was a little thicker, uh -huh. and it was still good, but it, it, that crispy edge is the, the key to, mm -hmm. oh, so good. Just like a crepe. I wouldn't even call it a pancake. It's more like yes, yeah. thin. thin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you want your fillings to be small. Small, yeah. And not very much. Like, you're not putting a whole lot of stuff in there. It's not like mm -hmm. an omelet that's, like, loaded and... Right. Two no. inches thick. Like it's like very few things in the pan. And Hui has some very good photos on his page. So you can see like three little slices of onion and two little shrimp and a piece of pork, like very little in the pan mm -hmm. because it's really about the crepe. Right. right? And uh, he also said in his write up that the traditional way to make this is without the flour. Yeah, just with rice flour. Mm hmm. And so it's yeah. a crispiness in a different way with the rice flour. So if people can't eat like wheat, there is a way of doing this for people who are sensitive to wheat or celiacs or whatnot. So mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. works for them too. Really yeah. good recipe. Try it. 
Try it at home. Yeah, so yeah. good. So simple. There's almost like, what more can we say about it? It's just, it's easy. And it's so fresh with like all the greens mm-hmm. and herbs mm-hmm. and yeah. like definitely get the fresh mint. And I haven't yes. tried it with the perilla leaf, leaf mm-hmm. that he mentioned. I don't know if I've eaten it. Have I eaten it at your place? Maybe, Sarah? Maybe for a barbecue, you might have tried it, but I'm not sure. Because I can't think of what it tastes like. It's not like a... It tastes like basil. It kind of tastes like oh. between a basil Ooh. and mint. So it's like See, I think somewhere in between that flavor profile. That would be really good in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think even a like a Thai basil would be mm. really yummy yes. in there too. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good to add in there. Yeah, we were talking about maybe some mushroom... Mm-hmm. or I mean you, yeah you could put right you could put all kinds whatever you like in there yeah. I had one kid who really liked it and ate the whole thing and the other one who was like mm, I don't really like this he couldn't put his finger on it but I realized afterward that it's the coconut because he doesn't like coconut and he can uh-huh. taste coconut in anything <laughs> like when oh. I think oh it's it's like a coconut base chocolate tart this one that I make that we all love and uh, to me it tastes like chocolate you can't taste the coconut but he is like there's coconut in here <laughs> Yeah, he has like (laughs) hypersensitivity to coconut. So I was like, oh, that's why he didn't like it. Okay, darn. No, my my kids loved it. Loved it. I'm going to make it next week. I'm going to I've got the ingredients on my list. Yeah, it cooks up so fast, right? Mm -hmm. Like it cooks up real quick. So you can just make them as you eat them. I don't know that you'd necessarily want to make them in advance. I did have one leftover because we had them the same night for dinner because I had so much batter. I was like, what are we going to do with this? Mm -hmm. Plus, I wanted to eat up those bean sprouts oh, yeah. because you know right the beans they go sprouts. so quickly <laughs> yeah the bean sprouts that I had so much trouble finding and then Aaron the greatest search ever for bean sprouts yeah. <laughs> like four or five stores I think citywide yeah and I, so I had one that was extra and I ate it the next morning I just mm. kind of warmed it up and it was still still tastes great but it's not crispy anymore right like right. when it's sitting a little bit it doesn't stay crispy so I would say the best is to eat them as you make them. Mm-hmm. Like don't even do all four or five at once. Do like right. one here, you eat yeah. while I make the next one. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because the batter can sit for a long time, that's a good way to, yeah, it'll just keep. Yeah. yeah. Just make them as you want to eat them. Oh, so tasty. So tasty. Oh my gosh. My tummy's, <laughs> my tummy's uh, agreeing with you. So yeah. tasty. Yeah. It's remembering. <laughs> it's remembering the lunch. Oh, yeah. That was delicious. That Thank was, you for lunch. That was so that was good. You're welcome. That's it. That's it. So simple that nobody nobody has an excuse not to make it. Go make it. Or if you see it on a menu and you're like, what's a bomb? Mm-hmm. say, oh, what's this? Just order it. <laughs> yes. It's darn good. And now for the fine print. We at Three Kitchens gratefully acknowledge we are telling these stories in the traditional territories of the Treaty 7 Nations in Southern Alberta and the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. We honour the rich tradition of oral storytellers on this land who have come before us. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. If you like and subscribe on your podcast player, that helps more people find us. Mmm, delicious!